Welcome to RBLE Global Tracks, which is Leipzig's own RB Leipzig podcast in English. It's brought to you by Richard and Mario. And amongst us, we are seized ticket holders, passionate supporters, and not very neutral local pundits. And both of us have been following Leipzig football since our childhood days. So if you want to hear about RB Leipzig, capture the mood of the fans in the city. And if you want to go beyond numbers and statistics, you are in the right place. We're delighted to welcome you on board. And all we need to say now is, auf geht's Leipziger Jungs. Good day, Richard. And again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome to the other side of the calendar. Oh my God, I never thought I'd make it. <laughs> <laughs> 2024, here we go. Um <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. The short winter break is finally over, and um, yeah, I'm really, really excited of this next upcoming weeks. Nice encounters in the Bundesliga, our highlight match in the UCL. So let's go, let's do this. It's excellent to be back, and to be honest, it just uh, it's very nice uh, to watch Bundesliga again. I know some other leagues uh, continued throughout the uh, little winter break that we had, and I'll look back the other day at uh, the uh, date the last time we uploaded an episode it's like 23 days ago it feels like a very long time so glad to have everyone back with us if you're listening to us thanks for listening to us and uh, welcome back and we hope we're going to be able to entertain you a little bit in the next coming minutes let's see how many we get out of this <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about club related news there has been quite a bit of development around rb leipzig and uh, of course we're going to be looking forward to abame die hesse komme sg eintracht frankfurt will visit leipzig on saturday and we have a look at this opponent we know quite well from the summer and previous encounters always interesting so, Richard, let's kick off with some uh, club-related news. Timo Werner. I know we believe in Timo Werner. And I know there's been there have been a lot of rumors, especially linking him with clubs from the Royal Island. But to be honest, common you Spurs, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did well, me, not me see neither. this one coming. But then again, I'm not an expert. Um, what do you think about that? It's obviously his uh, last chance. Uh, everyone is talking about he's uh, finally entered last chance saloon and um well i think for personally for him this is a good choice so he will very likely gain some playing time uh, rather sooner than than not because um the spurs as far as i know uh, have some african and asian players that are not available in the upcoming weeks due to their um duties with the national teams in the african cup and asian cup and so we will very likely see Timo on the pitch in the very first encounter versus Man United uh, this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I really, really hope that he is um, going to perform well and he uh, maybe score six, six, seven, maybe ten goals. And so for him versus Man United, yeah, I second that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean I didn't mean anything else, but. <laughs> um, but um, from the view from 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 our club, I think this is not a very good deal for RBL because mm -hmm. so okay he's off he's off the payroll. Well, it's mm -hmm. like a good thing, so it's five million euros less to spend. But 
there are two possibilities in my opinion so one is um he's going to fuck it up uh, once more excuse my language and then we will have him back this this summer and i think um there will be no decent chances that he will get on track in the circumstances or the other possibility is he's going to the moon he Mm. Um, ignites his uh, Torbro and he's going off, launches his uh, abilities again and then this option for the Spurs to make it a permanent deal for around 17 to 18 million euros is then far too cheap, I think. Yeah, I think that's a big hope of the uh, coach of Tottenham Hotspur that he believes that the development is going to be similar to when Timo Werner joined RB Leipzig from VfB Stuttgart because um, at that time Stuttgart got relegated and quite a few people also blamed it on him and his performance and not making or scoring those goals when he had those chances and it seems to be a similar case over here in Leipzig right now. Um, he has scored of course but there have been situations where he was in front of an open goal and then unfortunately something was wrong with the grass and he missed it but I always do remember that decisive goal versus Mönchengladbach um, from a sheer um, impossible ankle to score the, a goal there but um, after scoring that he had problems with his back uh, that was not very helpful either so uh, to be honest personally yes I think we're both in agreement that we keep our fingers crossed so there has been a mixed review in the UK media regarding Timo's move. However, Robbie Savage, who's a former Welsh player and uh, somewhat uh, Emil Forsberg lookalike with his long blonde hair and he used to play for Leicester, Birmingham City, Blackburn Rovers. Do you remember the Blackburn Rovers and is currently the uh, director at Macclesfield FC? He has actually said that it is a very good uh, move by uh, Tottenham Hotspur to loan out uh, Timo Werner and that he could uh, really fit into the free-flowing attacking style of football that the uh, coaches uh, let's let's uh, Tottenham Hotspur play. So Let's keep our fingers crossed that he's right. And he's also quoted Timo Werner to have arrived in uh, Tottenham and to confirm that he's joined a very, very big club. And that was taken as a little bit of a stick towards his former club, Chelsea. <laughs> so we will see <laughs> a lot of competition there. So let's keep our fingers crossed. But I do agree as well. It's a bit of a strange deal. Uh, if he really improves, then um, hopefully he'll play a good role during the European Championships, during those three games of the Nationalmannschaft of Germany. <laughs> um, and But then he's way too cheap to be bought by Tottenham or, or anybody else with that clause. So we will see. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. So, yeah, one big news. Timo Werner is departing. London's calling again. Um, but also... Um, we, uh, it seems like Moriba has been loaned out to Getafe. Getafe is calling. Is it Getafe? I do, I I do apologize. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, which is quite nice. But Cavallo was uh, called back to Liverpool. He was summoned back to Liverpool and now loaned out to a championship side, Hull. And uh, we keep, his, keep, his, uh, keep our fingers crossed there. But is is it fair to say that that's quite a strange case, to be honest. A bit can't really explain why he didn't 
make it onto into the uh, squad of RB Leipzig more often because he's clearly he's a very skillful player. What do you think? Uh, I have to agree with that. Um, I always thought when he was on the pitch for us, I was like, hey, this guy knows how to handle the ball. Um, yeah. Why is he struggling to make it a permanent um, player and then in the starting 11? And to me, it feels like um, I felt like I remembered that uh, Patrick Kluivert. Uh, so mm. he was, it was a similar player, similar playing style, but somehow it didn't click and and maybe sometimes it's just the circumstances wrong place wrong time this is nothing that is really connected with the player himself that is something like a lack of a skill nothing like that it's just 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 sometimes there's missing one single part maybe and then it just doesn't fit and then it's okay to move on and try somewhere else Yeah, but I agree. But I would have liked him to stay longer and um, to really show what he can do. I do remember the uh, unfortunately disallowed goal versus Manchester City in Manchester, where we had big hopes to come away with something more than we did <laughs> at the time, and that was that was done beautifully. So yeah, let's let's wish him well and keep our fingers crossed for him. Um, and thanks for everything he put in uh, at Leipzig because um, he did he did tried well. And Mr. Amy Forsberg has actually left for New York. <laughs> New York Red Bulls pulled out a Twitter from him, uh, him sitting on a Lufthansa business class flight, uh, probably from Frankfurt, to out to JFK. Um, so it's really happening, isn't it? And uh, in that context, we just like to mention that we have put together a special episode, a special edition um, of our podcast, which includes... Loads of audio material which we recorded uh, during his last game at uh, Leipzig versus Hoffenheim. And we just tell the story of how everything happened. And it's just a design for anyone to listen to at any time, whenever they feel like maybe reliving the moment if you were there or just getting an insight of what it felt like in the stands, from the stands, um, if you weren't there and you watch it on TV. Or if you like to listen to Emil's speech and... Uh, At times when he needs a tearjerker. I don't know. <laughs> But we're going to release it pretty soon. I uh, had lots of fun to put it together. Uh, it was quite emotional. So hopefully you check it out. We'll let you know via all the channels. Um, so, yeah, of course, Mr. Forsberg, best of luck to you. Well, today some good news actually emerged, hasn't, hasn't it? Um, Mr. Lukas Klostermann has been with us for a long time as well, has extended his contract, according to sources around Guido Scherver. Now, Philipp Hinze has, has also confirmed it as well. Brilliant news, right, Richard? Yeah, right. It seems that he finally found his pencil uh, to, to sign this. <laughs> <laughs> sign this um, Mate, I dropped it. I don't know where it where's is. Where's my pen? I don't know. I can't sign this contract. It's, it's just there for like three weeks. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad that he um, that he's going to stay. I think it's, it's the right decision for him personally, and and, and I feel happy for the club. Um, so because Lucas Klosterman is is it's just like a pillar in the defense. You know, he is yeah. he will never be world class, but when he's on that pitch, you, you always get a solid defensive player and this you know, person that you always can rely on. Not really injury prone, so I'm looking forward to four more years. Great. Well, last time you said something about more years, the, the guy left for New York, but it was eight more years. <laughs> 
No, but I'm really pleased as well. And then kind of cast our mind back to when he joined us from Bochum a long, long time ago. And Mr. Neurohrer was very skeptic about that move. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. So he, his advice was that he should look for another <laughs> counselor. <laughs> <laughs> so he showed him he showed him no well done we're looking forward to um a lot more great scenes and, and moments with uh, lucas klostermann well there's a new addition which uh, caught me by surprise to be honest um we have the gentleman who scored the winning goal versus germany in their last encounter who is that richard mm, elif elmas still a young player from north macedonia only 23 years old but with four years of experience in Serie A at Napoli and he's a very talented player and he can play in both sides midfield left and right side and he can shoot both feet as well he's a nice shot with left and a nice shot with right foot um, he's in a good ball carrier nice vision and a prolific passer as well and he can he can convert penalties i already saw that so we um yeah that yeah. always helps <laughs> it always helps that <laughs> rings a bell i guess um from the uh, first match versus bochum that year but um yeah so he's from north macedonia we didn't mention <laughs> that and um He's definitely skilled, and I'm really looking forward to his development. And I'm not quite sure what was what, be, why he wasn't able to go past uh, Kavechkala or Silinski at, at uh, Naples. But um, on the other hand, side if he um, develops his skills a little bit more, then I'm I'm really really uh, confident. Um, that he is a good addition to our roster and he will help us to, to go for another season in the Champions League next year, next season. So is it fair to say that um, in relation to his age, he's got backs of experience already? And uh, But would you actually see him as a direct substitution for Emil Forsberg or is it a different style of player? It's a different style of player, in my opinion. So mm. Emil is... He is, in my opinion, tech more skilled with the with the ball to his to his feet than Emil is, um, and he's, and especially in the first three, four, five steps faster, I think. So um, yeah, um, he can play on um, the same positions as Emil did, but I think it's not that directly comparable in playing style. Okay. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in and how he continues and help help the team. So, so Mr. Elmas, a very warm welcome, and we forgive you for scoring that winning goal versus Germany. So, if you look at the uh, movements so far, there have been a lot of people who left RB Leipzig, and there's always almost just one new addition, which leaves I think the squad with 21 players, including two goalies. Pro. What does that mean for the Rückrunde, my friend? Mm. I do not feel comfortable with, mm. this, with those few players. So, and you mentioned it is 19 players plus two goalies. And from that 19 players, you can count off, you can discount uh, Haidara because he's off with Mali to the African Cup of Nations. So True. that leaves only 18 players. So then you, so for the, for the starting lineup, at least for the match versus Frankfurt, I'm I'm pretty sure that 
uh, our newest addition, Elif Elmas, won't be an option because uh, his last competitive match was back in December and the 8th, I think, uh, versus Juve. And then he had a minor upper leg injury. So he maybe got some um, deficit in fitness levels or something like that. So then you have Olmo. Okay, he's back in team training. He's definitely ready to go for Frankfurt, but I don't expect him to be an option for the starting 11. And that also counts for Willy Orban, who is back healthy mm. again, but I don't expect him to, to play from, from the beginning. And that counts for Bichiabu as well. Uh, Uh, he, we we didn't see him one minute because he had this uh, knee injury before the start of the season. So we have to discount um, Haidara, Elmas, Orban, Olmo, Bijabu, five players from mm -hmm. those 19. So that leaves us 14. So, hmm. Jesus. This, this is not much. So, no. um, Mark, But Coach, Coach Rosa. Sorry. Uh, No, you're good. Uh, Coach Rosa has a nice puzzle to solve here. He does, but also bear in mind that we have two key players from four yellow cards with uh, Goldpender and Xavi. And so, Chimacan as well. Oh, no. Three key players. Yep. Mm -hmm. So and with the matches coming up versus Frankfurt, Leverkusen and Stuttgart, that's going to be tricky. But the teams have always surprised us in the past. But it feels like um, we've seen this in the last two years. I was going into the uh, second part of the season with a uh, pretty small, or not limited, but a small um, squad and um, trying and hoping that not too many people get injured and just, just um, using everything that we have. But it doesn't seem very comfortable. Um, so we will see how it goes. It's going to be even more important to attend those home matches and give the team all the support that we can get, that we can give them. Um, yeah. And we will find out during in time what it means for the summer, doesn't it? Of course, but I, I do hope that we um, add at least a striker. So this is, uh, I think, our department very, uh, very. Um, now with the Werners gone and Novoa is on loan uh, at Utrecht uh, from the start of the season, we only got three strikers. Uh, we got Goldpenda, uh, Cesco, and Pauls, and this is it. And mm -hmm. im imagine one of the one of them is um, out due to a yellow card suspension or got a, even a minor injury. You you, you mm -hmm. cannot replace one. So this is. <laughs> It's very razor thin, and I hope that we find someone who, yeah, can bring some depth into the roster. Are there any young players that can come up from the academy? Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure about that at the moment. Mm. Okay, well, I guess some genius <laughs> is thinking of a strategy in the way to keep us afloat and ensure that we will finish up in the top four um, and qualify for that new format of the Champions League NAS uh, next year. So, Richard, da kommen sie wieder, da Barmer die Hesse kommen, gell? Frankfurt will be in town this weekend, so let's have a look at our new opponent. Introducing our next opponent, their ignorant check. Yeah, um, Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, our I I do remember, I have good memories um, 
to our last time we met them, you know, it was in early June, it was in Berlin, it was... Um, it was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of smoke in the end from the Frankfurt supporters. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that. And there was some cup involved. I can't name oh. it anymore. I don't know. But Amy would have called it Titten, I suppose. Remember? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this time it's bread and butter Bundesliga football. And yeah, our encounters versus Frankfurt was were always either hot or cold. So At home, we are unbeaten, so with four wins, three draws. And when we had to travel to Frankfurt, we are winless. <laughs> Unbelievable, is, actually. Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, right, uh, this is it. And though this time, we have this home field advantage, and I'm pretty confident that we will uh, prevail here because Frankfurt um, is missing three key players, right? They're missing, um, I've got it on my notes here, Mamouche, Shkiri, mm. and Shaibi. Uh, those three are off with their national teams, Egypt, uh, Tunisia, and, and Algeria, uh, to participate at the African Cup of Nations. And that means that these are in total 10 goals missing out of 26, including two own goals. They scored so far, and this is going to be definitely have a huge impact on a team, and it weakens them. And um, if you if you look uh, at the last eight matches Frankfurt played, I'm I'm not I, really I cannot understand how this is possible that they're still in sixth place. So the last eight matches there was loss, 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 win, loss, loss, and a win. So they lost. What was that win? <laughs> it was this infamous five-one <laughs> win. Um, and I guess it was the very first 5-1 win uh, for Frankfurt versus Bayern uh, that didn't, um, uh, where this Bayern coach did not. Got fired? Uh, wasn't, wasn't fired afterwards. <laughs> um, yes, this, this is what I mentioned to some friends of mine who are in Frankfurt and now Eintracht Frankfurt supporters and told them, hey, now you beat them 5-1 and now Tuchel has to go. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> But that didn't happen. Um, so they lost. They they lost in uh, back in December or November uh, at home versus Stuttgart. Okay, that can happen. One two. Then they lost versus PAOK Saloniki. One two. Then they lost at Augsburg. That was a very very poor performance of, from them. And a few days later, they went out uh, of the DFB Pokal. They lost at Saarbrücken. Oh, to just to. Mm. Uh, Yeah, beat Bayern. We talked about that. And after this 5-1 uh, victory, they lost at Aberdeen and then at Leverkusen. And finally, before this little winter break, they won against Gladbach 2-1, which where the game was meant to uh, lose um, as well because they were nil one behind until the uh, um, injury time and then scored miraculously two times and i guess it was no it wasn't um one of those three mentioned african players that scored but they had the uh, those assists so yeah um isn't this If you if you look at that, it makes me quite optimistic that we will prevail here and to uh, compensate their missing players uh, off to the African continent. Um, they acquired a familiar name, a familiar mm -hmm. name, familiar name in the Bundesliga. They acquired Saja Saja Kalajic from Wolverhampton. Mm -hmm. You remember him? Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, he had some uh, uh, seasons in Stuttgart and a remarkable one in the 2020-21 campaign when he scored 16 times. And I thought, oh yeah, there might be one for RBL too, but he never reached that level again. And um, he didn't score double digits in those upcoming seasons afterwards. So I guess that was the reason that he left Stuttgart. Now he's back. Um, maybe we will see him on, on the pitch. I don't know. But um, besides of that, Frankfurt got some key additions and still got some nice players and, and some players to watch. I want to, I would like to mention one, uh, number 16, Hugo Larsson. This is some, somehow incredible. This is a 19-year-old Swedish guy that uh, came from Malmö FF. Uh, oh, Malmö. Has been, Good you know, there was this one player, I don't know, it was Amy Long blonde hair, I think he had, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> came from Malmö Two uh, back those days. So he's a 19-year-old Swedish um, from Malmö, and he came uh, to Frankfurt before the start of the season. Started 13 out of 14 matches possible, scored two goals, had one assist, and has a market uh, value of around 30 million right now. So, um, bad. and an extremely uh, upside potential um, in my opinion. So if you if you watch him with the ball on his feet. This is nice to watch. So he had some some weaknesses, no doubt about that, um, in, in defending, okay? But keep an eye on him. Uh, number 16, Hugo Larsson, some player to watch. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, some keys to win. Let's hear it. Okay. So don't don't press too high. Don't play the high press, the, the ball position game, and don't push them too deep in their own territory. Because they still got some decent speedy ball carriers. I mentioned Larsen already, and they mm -hmm. got um, still Puta there in Kunku with O uh, in front of the U, um, <laughs> Ebimbe, and Knauf. But oh yeah, forgot about Knauf. Yeah. So none of none of those four are uh, like um, yeah dangerous goal scorers, but but they can handle the ball, they can carry the ball, they have they got speed. So we have to avoid um, open some spaces. Um, so, but they are struggling to defending quick attacks. So this is what what Leverkusen did. Uh, I, I watched this tape recently, and their three 0 victory in in December, and Leverkusen did not press. They let them. They handed they handed the ball over to Frankfurt, and look what they was were doing with this, and it wasn't much. And and then like 20, 25 meters before their goal line, um. They attacked the ball and then played the quick game. Not really the counter-attack game, but the quick game. So quick passes through the midfield and then to the sideline and then go for crosses. And another key to win is try to get the ball in the penalty box in every possible way because they always got problems with clearing the ball. And there was mm -hmm. there was so often Havok in their penalty area and especially number 35, Tuta, um, struggled and um, yeah, make some clear actions to to defend, and is often clearly the weakest part in their defense. So that's my my conclusion to to Frankfurt and um, how to beat them. Well, we're gonna put it to the test on Saturday. We're gonna watch it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sounds sounds good. So, what are your prediction in terms of who's gonna be starting? So, what's your starting eleven? Uh, Fußballfans, wir kommen jetzt zu unserer heutigen Mannschaft zu 
My starting 11, so it's, yeah, as I mentioned, um, not many options now. So with uh, Cavallo not available anymore, Werner not available anymore, Forsberg gone. So, um, plus is not here. Yeah, and, and uh, very likely Orban, Olmo and Elmas, no options for the starting 11. So here's my prediction. Um, we will very likely see a 4-2-2-2 formation with Blaswig in goal. Henrik Simakang Klostermann Raum in our defense, Schlager and Seiwald in defensive midfield. Wow. Xavi next to Baumgartner in offensive midfield and then Paulsen with goal. Penna will be our attackers in that encounter. Yeah, it's there's not many options left, but it still down sounds decent to me. And um, we will see if you're right. Yeah, especially if you if you if you bear in mind who will um, who is will be able to bring some fresh legs onto the pitch so Olmo maybe will join the team after 50-60 minutes we will maybe see Elmas for like 20-25 minutes Chesco still available we we still got a very very good team but yep. it's razor thin and please no injuries no yellow cards especially with people who are on 3-4 yellow cards already okay so in terms of Prediction, score prediction. How optimistic are you? I think we are finally going to beat them by two goals for the first time since 2017 and going to win 3-1. <laughs> I don't know, you're more optimistic than I am. I'm, I'm going for a draw this time, one all draw. Ooh. And just hope to be very wrong. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I, th I do think we expect a lot of people coming in from Frankfurt. Uh, they're going to be loud. Of course, they're going to hurl the usual insults at us, but we're all used to that. And sometimes this gets boring. Exactly. And, oh, you know what? Eppelvoy, Halsenoy. That's what you should stick to. Okay. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you, Richard, unless you want to say anything. No? No, looking forward to Saturday. Um, that's going to be fun. And it should be warmer, not as freezing as it is right now. Well, snowing, so that's quite nice. So definitely looking forward to that encounter on Saturday and being back in the stadium. It's been too long. Two weeks, I think. Too long. So thank you for listening to us. First episode in the new year. And uh, we'd be delighted if you could subscribe to our RB Leipzig podcast and leave us hopefully a positive review. But of course, we're also interested in your thoughts and suggestions, especially if it gives us a chance to improve the pod. Uh, you can also contact us on X Twitter. Our username is podcast underscore RBL in uh Big letters and uh, email. You can send us an old school email at talk to us, two being the number. So it's talk to us at rbleglobaltracks.com. Well, we wish you a very good start to the new year, 2024. And it's been a pleasure creating that episode for you today. And do watch out for that Forceback special episode. We'd be grateful if you could give it a listen. And for the first time this year, all we need to say is. Auf geht's, Leipziger Jungs. Musik